Hey guys, I'm Brandy. And I'm Jasmine. And welcome to episode four of The, the Struggle, Struggle Diaries. Diaries. We struggle to make it as you struggle to listen. Yep. And today we're gonna do something just a little different than what we've been doing um, earlier. We kind of realized that a lot of you guys, if you stumble upon this podcast, some of you might not know us. <laughs> yeah, I guess I'll know how we roll. Yeah, like, who are you people? Like, <laughs> literally, who are you people? Like, yeah, like, what, what are you guys even doing? Like, what is this all about, you know? What are these two crazy girls talking about? They're yeah. weird. So, we decided to just kind of take today to uh, talk about, like, what, like, self ourselves basically and like who is brandy and who is jasmine it's like self identity yes like tying it all into like self identity and like what like you know our philosophies and beliefs are and like our personalities and stuff and just letting you guys know a little bit about who we are and how we feel about self identity and then after we have a little chit chat we're going to build a playlist for you guys. This time, we don't have any specific 10 moods. We just decided, since it was kind of all about us, we decided to just throw out top 10 favorite songs from some of our top 10 favorite artists mm-hmm. of all time, which was really hard to do, by the Super way. Super freaking hard, like, man. It's hard to narrow it down. It took us like a couple hours to come up with this. Yeah, actually. it did. It took us like <laughs> literally two hours. Just we weren't even... 10 songs each. Yeah, we weren't even sure which criteria we were going to follow for this one, so uh, join yeah, us on this This, this episode will be quite a mess. Um, <laughs> yeah, if you hear, like, noises in the background, my mom's downstairs watching TV. Very loud volume. <laughs> I guess she's getting old and here losing her hearing. But it's a whatever. struggle. But yeah, so basically, uh, if you're here with us for the long haul, enjoy the ride. We will try to make it as fun as possible. Yeah, we also feel like it's important for us to kind of define, like, who we are, um, because then the podcast kind of makes sense. Right. And, um, you know, we want to make sure that we are the ones saying, like, what we want our image to be, and not anyone else, based on our podcast. So, here we go. (laughs) Cool. So... Start, sure. Uh, we kind of had a few categories that we wanted to discuss, and so um, the first one is friendship or love. And so we have our own like stances on these two topics. Uh, we kind of put them together because we felt like they kind of fall in line with each other. Um, I don't know. How would I describe my stance on friendship? I think I take friendships pretty seriously. Um, I like to think of myself as like um, I have a lot of different cliques of friends and they all have like their own like atmosphere within each other because I'm super extroverted and I've been like involved in like a number of things so like I have my college ROTC friends and then I have my high school ROTC friends and then I have my volleyball girls since like (laughs) since like middle school and then I have my ride or die fraternity friends and then I have my dance friends and then I have um my work friends, people I met through work, and that's like different work jobs too. So I have a lot of cliques of friends. Um, so I, I think it's safe to say that I do, I have a lot of friends, but like best friends, 
that's probably less than 10 people that I can name off the bat. This is one of them right here, Randy. She knows it. Um, I would say my dance friends are probably my closest friends in life just because we all share like a very similar passion and we all have like a similar vision when it comes to expressing ourselves uh, with our bodies and on stage. And yeah, I have a few, I have other friends too that aren't dancers, which is kind of hard to believe. But um, like I have a, my friend Sam, uh, she's been like the homie in college, and me and her bonded through like ROTC, and then we both dropped out, and then we both joined the same fraternity. Um, so yeah, I don't know. That's just how I feel about friendship. I feel like me, I'm a little different in the in the in the event that my friends. My friend circle is a lot smaller. I like to just kind of like keep like a tight knit group of friends that I hang out with a lot all the time or whatever. And then I just have like acquaintances and like that go here and there. But when it comes to best friends, I have probably like five, six, seven, maybe, maybe eight. Like. Maybe uh, also 10, probably. Mm -hmm. But it's like, I feel like I have those best friends, and then like my other close friends are like probably like, you know, like four or five. So it's, I don't know. It's like, I just, I like to keep my circle kind of small because it's like, I don't bond with new people very easily. Yeah, so it's like, when I find like my friends, it's like we connect, and then like I just kind of want to spend my time with those same people mm -hmm. and then like we end up like just like hanging out all the time and just like bonding and I like to like for me I like to like do stuff with my same people like multiple times like mm -hmm. I don't like to go out much and meet a lot of new people like I know it's because too much work it's too much work and plus I don't really like know how to like go about it I'm kind of awkward in that way yeah I don't want to be uncomfortable in front of new people yeah so I kind of just like I'm like I just want to like stick with who I know and like and who I've like grown to love and who I've grown to bond with and I just want to continue like building that bond with mm -hmm. my friends that I already have so that's kind of where I stand on friendship it's like you I mean like you know like the more the merrier but at the same time it's like I just like for me it's like I just like my close group of friends that mm -hmm. I know are gonna always be there for me and that I can know I can be there for them and yeah it's quality over quantity for me Honestly, same, um, because, you know, I have lost contact with, like, people over the years, and I think that's something people learn when they get older, because, um, you know, as I, like, got older, I didn't realize that, um, people change, um, and it's kind of sad to see sometimes, like, I've seen friends go, like, down the wrong road, um, and, you know, if they've gotten into, like, drug addiction or, like, gangs, or they've died as a result of, like, some of those things, or just as a result as, like, um, poor choices. Um, and then I've had friends who just like totally switched up. You're just like a brand new person. They're like, dude, like, why are you being such a, a douche? Like, why? I was like, I've been nothing but nice to you. Like, what did I do to deserve this? And so I guess we're not friends anymore. Or we're just like, oh, you know, I don't want to hang out with that person. Yeah. Um, yeah, I would say uh, for my friends, I know that you're my friend if I can rant to you or if I can vent to you and I can call you any fucking time I want to because I need you. Right. That's that's what I feel like value. That's what I 
like cherish in a friend. Just like being able to rely on people like that because I need to talk it out a lot. A lot, a lot. She knows, Brandy knows. <laughs> we were at Denny's last night and we like yeah. finished our food like yeah. in like 10 minutes but we didn't leave our table till like two hours later because she was just talking and talking oh yeah and, talking. <laughs> <laughs> and, and like all these different people were like around us and the waiter is like waiting to clear our table he's like oh, you guys yeah. need anything else and we're like no nope like, nope we're good <laughs> i don't need anything yeah except the check which we already had and was like oh, we had the check yeah, for like yeah. 30 minutes <laughs> yeah, <laughs> like, but right. you know that's what like values our friendship and I think the same thing kind of ties into love too like um I'm very selective sometimes about like who I who I like <laughs> I'm still learning who I am when it comes to love so I'm Me just too. not gonna speak on that yeah I don't know I'm big chilling because uh I've been through the ringer <laughs> yeah. and I do not want to go down that route again because it's not fun and so I'm just doing me right now Pretty much so bam that covers friendship and love so let's move on to the next category which uh which one was it spirituality spirituality and health and religion and, and health and, and all that stuff um mine's kind of changed over the years um i was raised catholic so you know um i didn't go to church every sunday but like my idea of church falls under catholicism do I follow it religiously? No, because I believe in like gay marriage and like mar sex before marriage and stuff like that. And like, um, I don't know. Um, I think I do believe in like some kind of higher being. I do believe in God. Um, do I pray every day? Do I go to church every single Sunday? No, I think my take on that is that um, I have my own personal bond with like God or whoever's like our higher being. And like, I know that I spiritually am trying to like make myself a better person. And so I try to put my best foot forward every day and do like the right thing. Um, and just, you know, carry good, like good values and good morals and things like that. Um, I do kind of believe in reincarnation because I think that idea is actually really cool. Um, it would kind of explain like deja vu and stuff like that. But, um, you know, I'm not like a conspiracy theorist or anything, but I do think that idea is just really cool to consider. Um, in terms of health, <laughs> my health is not at its peak. Uh, it's definitely been better in the past, but um, I think I've been like taking better care of myself. Uh, Diet-wise, no, but I've been trying to like take care of my hair because uh, I don't know if you guys are watching the videos, but if you're listening, um, I have really curly hair, and so um, I used to hate my hair when I was in high school. I used to want straight hair because I had a lot of um, friends who had straight hair, and I was like, oh, I want to be like that. Like, I want to style my hair like that, and da da da. So I would straighten the hell out of my hair every single freaking day, and then my curls like suffered for it and as I got older people would compliment me more like oh you have curly hair I wish I had your hair da, 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 da. and I was like oh really because I wish I had your hair and then I kind of looked around in college and I was like you know what no one else has like the same hair as me why don't I just embrace what I have because no one else can do it and I know if people with straight hair try to curl their hair it doesn't look as good or anything near to like what I have I mean today I'm kind of a mess but on a good day my girls look really good um so you know I've been like doing leave-in conditioners and like uh tea tree oil things like that um I also have eczema and so in the past I would 
eczema, my eczema is triggered by stress, and so I would just like scratch all the time, and um, my friends would like slap my hands all the time, be like, stop scratching, da 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 and so I thought I could just like put lotion on it and call it a day, but I realized that I need to stop using like scented lotions and like um, make sure that I'm like exfoliating, not too much, but like enough to just get like the dead skin off, and I've been like using like a lot of cream, and you know, my skin actually has been like a lot better, I'm kind of like looking at myself in the mirror, but honestly, my skin has gotten a lot better over the years and I wish I had like my skin now than what I did in high school because I appreciate it more and I like understand myself more and like my health uh, but that's where I stand on that Randy <laughs> when it comes to religion and like spirituality and stuff, I'm a pretty spiritual person um, I'm religious in the fact in the in the in this in the sense that I do believe there's a God I do believe there's a heaven and a hell um, but my family, my dad has always raised me to believe that there is a piece of God that lives inside of me. Uh -huh. So it's like, that's my relationship with God. So I didn't have to go to church. I never went to church when I was a kid, growing up, nothing like that. I mean, I went to church a few times with my best friend, like, just, like, to go, because, you know, I enjoyed it. Like, this was when I was, like, in high school, and, like, the youth group and stuff. Like, it was a lot of fun, you know? Like, I used to go with him just because... But, like, growing up, it's, like, it was never, like, oh, you gotta go to church, you have to live your life right, you have to read the Bible, you have to do Bible yeah. study. Like, I was I was never, like, my parent, my family was never, like, religious in that sense. But my dad, like, had always raised me and told me, like, there's a piece of God that lives inside of you, and that's how you know that you love him, and that's why you love yourself, because you love yourself, the part of yourself that you love the most, that's God mm -hmm. inside of you. I like and that. so I had always believed that because that's just always what my dad told me and he had told me like it's up to you to manifest that piece of God it's like you have to take that piece of God and you have to put your best foot forward and you have to like manifest your destiny using what's in using that piece of God that's inside of you so God is with you every step of the way because he's already inside of you all the steps. so that's what my father had already always taught me to believe so I always did believe that so I feel like God is with me all the time every time I make a good decision a bad decision I'm like God's there like God, if God's there if I did a good thing God's like you did that if I did a bad thing he's like you did you that, did that. <laughs> like, you know but like I yeah so that's what I believe about like God I also believe in reincarnation because um my dad had always played this song for me by Earth Wind and Fire well oh, two songs by Earth Wind and Fire oh, but one of the songs was um what's it called um I think it's called We Write a Song and it's like I don't know <laughs> Uh, I wrote a song for you. You wrote a song for me. I don't know. <laughs> and then, in this, and in the song, he says, "Cells never dissipate; they only recreate to another place in time." Wow. So that line huh. okay. always stuck with me. I used to listen to it because my dad used to play the Earth, Wind, and Fire Elements of Love album oh, every album. day. 
great I, album. From head to toe, I know that album front to back. It's <laughs> one of my top albums of all time. I love that album because I, I grew up listening to it. So it was that one of that song. It was that song, and then there was another song, and I forgot. I don't know what it's called, but it was like a spiritual song. And my dad used to always make us listen to it, and like, <laughs> yeah. So anyway, but yeah. So I would listen to that song, and I was like, okay. So I believe that reincarnation was there. And like that's one. Never like someone would die like my dad's mom is dead and his grandma passed away as well and like every time like there was a funeral or something or like someone a, a loved one of my dad had died I would be like I'm sorry you know I'm sorry for I'm sorry that you had to go through that and he's just like you know there ain't nothing to be sad about it's just life they just they're just going on to another place they're going on they're like being re they're like leaving this life and they're entering another mm. and that's what my dad had always thought so I kind of you know I believe that too and it's like not even just because because like, my daughter my dad believes it but only but like also because like I feel like the thought of like dying and that being it is so depressing to me it's like so you're not afraid to die basically. it's like yeah I'm like I'm like okay if I die like okay whatever it's like I mean it's it's gonna be sad because We've all come to know and love me as me. <laughs> but, I would cry. But I know I'm going to be going somewhere. I'm not going to, like, just darkness. Right. There's no way. There's no way that God would have made it like that. And right. that's just what I... That's what I truly believe. And other people don't want to believe that. Like, that's perfectly fine. But that's just what I've grown up to believe. And that's what gives me comfort. And that's what kind of gets me through life. So I'm going to continue to believe that. Amen. I like that. Yeah. That's good. What about like health and stuff? Well, health like I don't I don't know how that goes with religion, but <laughs> whatever. Spirituality. Well, I feel like well actually it kinda does go with it because like the way that my dad told me to take that piece of God and just run. It's like it it has helped me kinda like I have tried to like follow the God in me. Mm. And by like doing making better decisions. I just started going to the gym like two weeks ago. Yeah, I went with her last night. She did great. Yeah, thanks. And like, I and you, normally like, I've only been going for two weeks straight. And it's like, that's like, doesn't seem like much. But for me, it's a personal thing. Because normally whenever I start a gym membership, I go for three days and quit. It, it never fails. I, I always quit on, I always, I always quit on the third day. All the time. I was she, did, like, she did it for like a week straight. I wait on, some. yeah, I always go Monday and Tuesday and Wednesday. I'm like, you know, I went two days in a row. I'm going to take this day to rest. I always do that every single time. So I, I'm like, I'm, I'm like, I can't, I'm like, and, and I remember this time around when the third day came around, I'm like, I'm going to take a rest. And then I thought about it again and I was like, you know, this could be the day I break the chain. I can actually go and I can break the cycle. I can go and I can do something new mm -hmm. and I can go and even though I really don't feel like going and my body is sore, I can just go and I can just, and that could be the start of something new. Mm -hmm. And I'm just like, well, on the third day, normally I don't go. But the Bible says <laughs> on the third day, Jesus rose he sure did so i rose my ass up and went to the gym <laughs> and i've been going for two weeks straight so and i will be and going tomorrow doing the i will be going thing. tomorrow and the week after that and the week after that and the week after that 
and I'm just gonna keep doing it because Yay. I have to. That's good. I'm re- I'm I'm um also just really quick before we move on. I'm recovering from a knee injury. Oh yes, that's right. And it's like I haven't been able to do anything for like nine months because our healthcare system is a joke. I took me forever to get a referral to an orthopedist, to a physical therapist. To a, I should have been healed Struggle. months ago. Struggle. But for a year, I haven't been able to do anything. I haven't been able to dance. I haven't been able to walk. Barely, baby, barely able to walk. So it's like I'm just now, like I'm in the pool because the pool doesn't hurt when I work out. Yeah, Brandy's fed up. So <laughs> yeah, I'm like, I'm like, fuck this shit, you know. <laughs> so I'm taking matters into my own hands, and yeah. So basically, I put on a lot of weight. Because I haven't been able to do anything active in almost a year. I, I was mm-hmm. super active before the injury. I was oh, dancing yeah. like almost every day. I was choreographing. I was teaching. I was walking. I was walking the, all this stuff. I was doing all this stuff. And then I got injured and I had to like stop in my tracks. And then I could do nothing but just sit around and ice my leg and eat. So I put on a bunch of pounds and now it's having an effect on the way I feel and she's fed up like I, I don't like it. She's fucking tired of it. I it's like for me, it's like I, I just wanna be I just wanna say for the record for the record, it's like it's never been about looks for me. At any size I was able to love myself. It <laughs> was never about That's very that. True. It was like I, I like it wouldn't matter if I was a size two or size thirty six, like I, I know I'm that bitch. It's like, it's not about that. It's about the fact that I am in pain. I am not healthy. I don't feel healthy. Mm. That's when I decided I needed to change. It was never about my looks. It was never about feeling beautiful or looking beautiful. It's about feeling better. And that's why I took matters into my own hands. Amen to that, dude. I'm proud of you. Thanks, man. You're doing it. See, and I'm... <laughs> I have a fucking membership. We have a membership at the same gym, and I haven't even been going consistently. <laughs> I did learn how to deadlift, though, and I'm actually kind of proud of that, so... Oh, girl, yes. Um, <laughs> what I do? Oh. Maybe we should cut two out, because we went for a, we went for a while about that. Oh, yeah. I don't know. Let's talk about education real fast. Yeah. Real fast. Real fast. So, uh... I am a college dropout. I'm a college graduate. Which is... We're on, we're opposite ends. We're on the very opposite ends of the spectrum. <laughs> I've been, like, continually trying to, like, re-enroll into college, and just there's always something that comes up. We have a lot of personal shit going on. And um, I don't think the motivation's there, but I do have plans to re-enroll this summer to take classes, so your girl's going to get that degree, whether she's going to sprint all the way to the end or if I'm going to crawl and literally drag my carcass across that damn finish line to get that paper yes. but I'm gonna do it and I'm a college graduate but I'm currently working a, I'm working in my field but I'm working part-time at minimum wage and it's not the glamorous life that I should be leading I, I'm a, I have a degree and I don't have the wage in the job that a degree should have but that I feel like that was my fault because when I was in school I was so focused on just like getting the grades right and mm-hmm. you know so I didn't use my resources I didn't talk to counselors I didn't get letters of recommendations I didn't talk to people about job offers I wasn't worried about that I was just worried about walking across the stage and I did and I passed and yay but like I, what now what now what yeah you know like I'm telling you man America's a joke like I'm over here I'm a college graduate working part-time 
for a minimum wage. Yeah, and I work damn near full hours basically, but I have like four different jobs. And yeah. And I don't have a degree, but I, I like my job a lot, actually. I love my job. <laughs> no comment about my job. <laughs> but no, my job's a cool job, but it's just Yeah, you know, yours is kinda cool actually. It's a great job. It's a cool job. I like it. It's just I need I need benefits. Yeah. yeah, dude, we're getting older. We can't be doing this part-time shit anymore. I can't. I shouldn't have to wait nine months to get an injury fixed. I should have health benefits. Mm -hmm. You know, like, yeah. So it's hard. That's it's, our stance on education. Yeah, education don't always mean immediate yeah. success. Take it from a college graduate and a college dropout. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> Moving on, art. Uh, we are very artistic people. Um, I think my artistic abilities are like dancing. Um, I wouldn't say singer because I like to sing for fun and not necessarily to put covers out or anything like that. Um, I can't draw for shit. No, me neither. <laughs> I wish. Horrible. I can color the fuck out of a coloring page though. Best believe that. Mm -hmm. um, you can stay inside the lines and everything. <laughs> yeah, um, I'm not like a photographer or anything. Um, yeah, that's as far as my artistic abilities goes. It's like dance really. It's like my main one. Uh, what about you, Brandy? Dancing is the main one, dancing and choreography. Um, I can sing a little bit, but not She's being really. modest. She has some covers on YouTube. Shut up! <laughs> <laughs> They're not even good. No one watches them. So, anyway. Oh my god. Um, I can sing a little bit, but not. I'm not crazy good or anything like that. Yeah. Um, I dabble in videography. I, I feel like if I try, I can put out really good stuff, but sometimes I just get impatient and I just put in out some half-assed stuff. But when I really try, I can do some really good things. Like my 20-something video starring her. And um, I was actually really proud of how that came out because I actually like took some artistic like liberties and shit and like try some shit and I'm like I feel like if I had the patience and like the drive I could really create something great even though I don't have the right equipment I don't even we don't even have the the correct equipment to be to making do to do this <laughs> and we're doing it you know I, we're just kind of at that point we're like I mean I feel like my art is just is singing a little bit dancing a lot choreographing a lot dabbling in videography um mixing music on, oh like, yeah, Brandy's like really good at mixing music. Like mixing like songs together. I can't produce or anything like that. I can't like no. engineer or make beats. But you do have much. a good ear for music. Like you, I don't know what it is, but you can like hear like it differently. I mean, I'm a music head, you know. She sure is. I'm just I'm a music head, so I just know like what songs would sound good together. Like I always thought about being a DJ, but I don't know how to use the equipment. <laughs> but yeah, so maybe I should look into that. But uh, yeah, yeah I so, totally hire you for my wedding. Oh, that would be so fun. <laughs> that would be hella fun. And I guess another part of my art is, I don't know if it's art, but public speaking. Ah. When it comes to like hosting and like emceeing and damn like entertaining, MC. it's like, you call me. Oh yeah, we did. We emceed one time. <laughs> we sure did. Without we did that mics. together. <laughs> like we did it without microphones, no equipment, nothing like that. And she, I was like, can you do this with me? I know it's hell last minute and we go on stage in 10 minutes. It was literally like 10 minutes. And I was in the damn show. And I was too. Yeah. And we emceed the fuck out of that. Yes, we did. Because we play off each other well. Yeah. Which is why we're doing this. Yeah, but basically, like, yeah, I for me it's like even though I'm an art I'm an artist who doesn't have who lacks the equipment to like make quality stuff, oh, I still she makes do my damnedest to put out the best I can. She makes it work. And that's what we're doing with this right now, and it's like 
Once again, shout out to people who have given us suggestions on how to make this podcast better. Thank yeah, you so thank much. You. We are working on it. <laughs> we are lacking equipment right now. But if you are still listening, like regardless of our shortcomings, like I said last time, we fuck with you. Yeah, super shout out to uh, Jose, who's been like giving me really good feedback. Uh, no on way, Facebook. Jose. Yeah, thank you. I really appreciate it. Uh, we're going to try to implement some changes at some point. Yes. But not today. But not today. <laughs> so stick with us yeah but uh, basically as artists we think it's important for everyone to have like an artistic ability or not ability but like an outlet even if you feel like you're not like a pro at it it's okay we're not like professional dancers but we have fun and exactly. that's what's important and we entertain yeah we entertain. well it's like i don't want to be like 20 28 or like 29 or even like fucking 30 or 40 and have like no passion for anything outside of work outside of family and outside of friends like i need to have like something to do yes for sure yeah all right last but not least we're gonna talk about our stances on self-image have that girl have a seat because i know you got something to i say. got a lot to say about this <laughs> no, i probably don't have shit no um as far as beauty goes um, for a long time, I went um, not feeling beautiful, which is um, kind of hard to believe because my confidence is pretty high now, <laughs> but it definitely took a long time to get here, a long ass fucking time. Um, I used to be like really insecure, but, like like I said, like my hair, um, I broke out a lot and I had like acne scars when I was in high school. Um, I wasn't, I was like kind of chubby-ish in like high school and like growing up too, I was like always like the bigger one, <laughs> if that makes sense. Um, I will say though that dance definitely helped me to get there and so dance is a huge part of my identity. It's definitely something that defines me, it's something that helps me to like express who I am as a person and like what I'm feeling um, and whatnot. Um, my self-image um, though, I don't know, it's like warped over the years. Um, I owe that to a lot of people. I actually have a lot of people that I kind of try to model like after that I look up to and I try to like emulate things that I've learned from them into like my own personality and like um, how I carry myself. And so like um, one of them is like uh, one of my former bosses, David. He is like a really awesome boss and I try to uh, emulate the same professionalism that he had like when I was working under him into what I do now. Um, my teachers growing up were definitely um, part of like they definitely helped me to like build up my self-image too because I was like a really like shy and secure student but like um like my third grade teacher Mr. Clark like super believed in me and like has always pushed me to like believe in myself and to accomplish goals and um now he's like the vice principal at my old high school so shout out Mr. Clark get do the damn thing you got it I don't even know if you're listening but if you are you're awesome and I look up to you a lot yeah, um, Mr. Clark. yeah. <laughs> my um uh, my ROCC days from high school um definitely have built like a I guess that's why I'm like super strict sometimes with my students and why I'm like very like by the book when it comes to like work and stuff like that and like with my friends too um not like with them but like in terms of like friendships and like the quality of it I'm very like um I, don't, I wouldn't say cutthroat but I'm like I don't know. I have like a military background kind of, but I've like never been in the military, but I've definitely trained as if I was going to join the military. And so that kind of plays into like why I'm like a, I try to carry myself like tall and strong and be like loud. And that also I'm loud too. And that's probably where that comes from. I'm super loud. Mm, yeah, she's loud. <laughs> I don't know how to contain it, but I'm just super loud. Um... I think self-image is just really important because you need, if you don't believe in like your own self-image, then you know, how else are other people going to believe you? Yeah. 
So if I'm sitting here saying like, hey, I'm Jasmine, I'm a great person, I'm nice, I'm charismatic, I'm sweet and caring, but if I don't like believe that myself, how is anyone else gonna believe it? You're like, oh, are you sure? Because you really don't sound like you're sure of yourself. You're like, oh, I'm a confident, I'm confident as fuck. And like, but even then, like when I said it just now, it sounds like I'm being shy, but I'm like, oh yeah, I'm confident as fuck. <laughs> I'm awesome and da 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 It's like, you don't sound genuine. If you don't believe in your own self-image, who is? Who's going to believe you? So it's important to, whatever image you want to portray out to people, you need to make sure that it's one that you believe in and one that you want other people to believe in you and that they're going to see that too. Yes. Bam. For sure. <laughs> what about you, Brandy? I feel like when it comes to like self-image and like how you perceive yourself, it's like the only opinion that matters about you is yours yes so and it's like hard it's like so easy for me to believe that but it's not that easy for everybody uh but like for me personally it's like i've always believed that like since i was like in high school i like had believed that and it's weird because like growing up like elementary school middle school i was like bullied a lot and it's like because i was the black girl with acne i was the dark-skinned girl who had uneven blotches on her skin yeah. i was the um yeah. awkward looking girl who wasn't cute anymore after third grade you know like that was that was me you know i was i was the girl who like didn't have to wear school uniforms. I had a weaver sign, so I wouldn't have to wear school uniform. But oh, yeah, did I had no sense of style. Like, Me neither. I had some high waters going on. I had yeah. high waters. Some I had mismatched socks. clothes. I had sweatsuits. I wore sweatsuits to school because I didn't know what else to wear. I thought I was looking like Missy Elliott in there, like with a baby blue sweat tracksuit, looking like the working video. <laughs> like you know, like. But, I, but you know, like, yeah, like, that was me. I was just the girl who didn't know how to dress, who was ugly, and who was chubby, and was just gonna grow up to be an ugly, chubby girl with ugly skin and pimples on her face. I honestly felt the same way, too, That's growing up. That's pretty much what I thought my life was going to be. Especially, like, when I was, I was growing up in, like, seventh grade, I used to watch, um... Degrassi. Oh <laughs> I grew up watching Degrassi oh, and like shows. looking back, it's like those kids looked like real kids. You know, like they looked like awkward mm -hmm. and you know, we're like when you're a kid and you're watching them, it's like everyone else, it's like they're on TV and you're looking at them and you're thinking like, mm -hmm. how come they're all pretty? And how come they're like, you know, but looking back, I'm just like, they were they were looking a mess too. Mm -hmm. But like you don't know that because like when you are like at eye level with someone it's like you're thinking like that's the standard and how come I don't look like that but little did, did you know they have their own insecurities too but you would never know that just by looking at somebody mm -hmm. so I'm over here I'm watching Degrassi and like Lizzie McGuire and stuff and I used <laughs> to wish McGuire. I used to wish I was a white girl because white girls had pretty hair I used to wish that my hair wasn't nappy. I used to wish my mom would let me put weaves in my hair when I was like 11 years old. I hated wearing my hair in twisties and I hated my nappy hair. I was only happy when my mom would straighten my hair because I would be like, oh, I can feel like I'm a white girl now. You know, like that's how I felt in those days. It wasn't until I turned like 
16 or 17 is when I started to finally love myself for who I was which is a very long time mm -hmm. because like you go from to up till third grade you know you're happy and then after that puberty hits you like a bitch oh my and god it's like yeah. go I went through the longest awkward phase Dude, ever <laughs> like I swear I didn't feel comfortable with myself till I was 17 yeah, so. me neither. Especially as a woman, like, or like as a female growing up, you know, you're like filling out, you're getting like boobs and yep. hips and booty, yep. and you're like, what the hell do I do with this? Yeah, like, what? I used to happening? be a size five, and now I'm like a size ten. Yep. In two, a week. Exactly. Like, what the hell? And like, everyone's looking at you differently, and they, ugh, it's just so hard to deal with. It's just, it's a, it's a whole mess. Even now, as adults, we struggle with that. Totally. But like, I feel like for me, it's like when I was 17, that's when I started dancing. Ah. So I had started dancing because my best friend was on the dance company in high school. And he's like, just do it with me. It's fun. I'm like, okay, whatever. I'll do it because you're doing it. <laughs> <laughs> like, wherever you go, I'll go. Right. So I just did it. And it turned out that I was like, not terrible at it. And like, I was like, this is fun. And then, and then, so we were just doing it. And I just kept dancing. And then, like, it wasn't until my very first performance where we performed at the rally and, like, everyone's, like, cheering for us and stuff like that. And, like, for once, like, people are cheering for me and not, like, against you. Yeah, like, not against me, not booing me or throwing things at me or calling me fat or ugly or looking at my flawed skin. You know, like, mm -hmm. people were watching me dance and clapping for me and pointing at me and be like look at her she's killing it you know like that mm -hmm. was like something I never experienced before in my life which is why dance is so important to me because it literally like just changed the way that I felt about myself and I was like if these people like if the dip dancing is the way that I'm gonna make people change their perspective of me I'm gonna keep doing it and then, like, the more I did it and the more I started to find my style in dancing and the more I started to do that and the more I started to grow with dancing and the more I started to love myself. And dance was kind of just, like, the gateway that took me into loving myself. And soon mm -hmm. I was able to love myself on and off the dance floor. So, yeah. yeah. It's our way to, like, kind of defy odds. Not, not in that sense, just because, um, you know, most people... Um, think that like we don't look like dancers <laughs> yeah for Which sure is funny because it's like do dancers still look like anything oh yeah there are so many dancers you would not believe we've seen we know dancers we've seen dancers of every shape every shape size, age, color, color gender gender age height, size like everything you never know you never know you never know some of those like your freaking professor your your 80 year old college professor is probably a break dancer you never know <laughs> right he's probably the head spin master of sacramento right you don't know you, never know. you have no clue it's like you never know like who we, but it's like the thing is it's like it's crazy because we'll know a dancer when we see one. Oh yeah <laughs> but like, it's, it's kind of a nice like little weapon that we like to pull out every now and then so like when oh, we yeah. go to the club and stuff like that and like you know the song come on and there are like all these other people like twerking and doing god knows what and we just bust out with like our musicality and like our pops and like our femininity and like all that other stuff it's just that's always fun it, but it's nice but yeah so basically what I feel about self-image 
And we apologize. I apologize if this video seems really long or this podcast. This is important. Really long, but okay. like, I'm sorry. We're really trying to get you guys to know who we are. And yeah, so just please, just please bear, bear with us. We're almost done. I'm almost done. I got one more thing. Let me see. <laughs> um, my thing is, is like once I started, once I used, I used dance as a way to kind of like start loving myself, like just mm-hmm. in general. Because it made me feel good. It made me feel. It made me feel pretty. Yeah, when, it made me feel. When sexy. Brandy dances, she is a bad bitch. Like I'm scared. Oh, her confidence radiates through her choreography, and you can see it. If you've oh, ever thanks. seen Brandy dance, you should definitely check out her videos if you haven't. Oh, stop! Yeah. <laughs> but yeah, she's right. <laughs> and you know, no, that's important. Like that confidence that she exuberates. Like mm-hmm. I didn't have that confidence until I joined Expose, which is like this all-female crew that we were in. Shout out to Derica. Yes, shout out to Derica. Derica, honestly, um, he helped shake me into like a very confident woman because oh, when I joined, I did not know how to like accentuate like my femininity mm-hmm. and I was not confident but then I swear to god like after like two months he was like yeah you know you've gotten better and I was like I know and they're like you deserve better I'm like yeah I know <laughs> of course <laughs> I was already a confident woman before I met Derica, but Derica taught me how to be like strong and like strong. stand strong Fierce. like in my like a like in my opinions and like there's and also he like taught me like there is strength and femininity like as there women is. like that is power oh being a woman is powerful you know like it, like regardless mm-hmm. of what society likes to think society likes to think women play the victim like no we're not victims we're freaking powerful as fuck when we want to use that boss. shit pussy is power man oh yeah <laughs> i feel like Derek could definitely like helped instill that within us so thank you dear because you've been a mentor to both of us yes not just on the dance floor but as women and as just strong like feminine like powerful as people human beings. as people you have definitely like helped me to embrace my confidence and turn that into strength yes. because i have assertiveness mm-hmm. issues sometimes but i feel like with him helping us out it's like I definitely like no like I don't really take as much shit anymore. Yeah. It's like I don't really take shit much. It's like you I don't I, take it at all. I'm really. Ha- I, I really yeah. I, I'm kind of impatient these days. It's like I'm just like <laughs> look. Are you gonna get to the fucking point or are you gonna leave? Or are because just gonna I've keep got doing this? I've got things to see and people to do. Which list are you on? You know? <laughs> things to see and people to I do. Sure oh. I sure did. I sure did. I'm making sure I heard that right. <laughs> you heard it right, sister. Hey. Things to see, people to do. Which list are you on? Not okay. the people to do, for sure. Come <laughs> on, the other one. Right. Oh, but, yeah, so that's that's us and a gist, pretty yes. much. Yes! Thank you for listening to our spiel. That was longer than usual. Oh my god, yeah. But whatever. It's, it's, it's fine. Yeah. We're ready to build a playlist for you guys. Yeah. This is our favorite part of the show and probably yours too because we don't talk as much. <laughs> <laughs> but um, basically the whole, like we said earlier, the whole like premise behind like uh, the playlist is like um, songs that either define us or songs that mean a lot to us. Yes. They so personal meaning. So instead of 20 songs, 10 moods, it's basically just... 20, 20 songs, songs, all the moods. All the moods. 20 <laughs> songs that define us. 20 songs, two moods. They're called Brandy and Jasmine. Yeah, 20 songs, two, two people. <laughs> I don't know. 20 songs, two people. We're still pending the name. It's just 20 songs. How so, about that? Uh, there's no categories. We're just going to play. We're just going to play our songs. 
So for my first song, I decided to go with an artist that I hold very near and dear to my heart and I was very upset when this artist passed away. It is Amy Winehouse oh, and the yeah. song is Some Unholy War and I just love this song because her voice is just everything and it's very like jazzy and I just, she's just so soulful, I just fucking love her. Super soulful person. This is basically just talking about like if her man was like fighting like this unholy ass war, like she would be by his side, like no matter what. And like I would be like so like there for that nigga, like he wouldn't even fucking like believe it. And I'm just like, and she's just like ride or die. And it's like that's how I feel like I would be like with my significant other. Like if we were together, like I because I have been there before. If my man, like, is going through some shit, it's like, I'm there. Like, I'm behind you, like, all the way. And I'm not going nowhere until it's all over and done. So. Okay. Good song. Cool. So. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Ah! <laughs> okay, I knew what I was doing. Um, my song, um, this is a song, I know Brandy knows this song. Um, it's something that's, like, stuck with me for a while because it just kind of talks about, like, um, love. Um, and that there's not enough of it in the world and there's, like, way too much violence and that we all need to just be peaceful people and just love each other and put that first. Um, so my song is, uh, from the Black Eyed Peas. Is this Where's the Love? It's Where's the Love. <laughs> yeah, I had a feeling. <laughs> I freaking love this song, but I think one time I was like singing it in the car and I was like belting out the lyrics and I was like, yeah, man, I was like crying because I felt, I felt it. And then Justin Timberlake on this song just makes it even better, right? Everyone knows, as soon as that beat drops, you're like, yo, they about to preach. What's wrong with the world, mama? Right, well, it's I like this and this album was like really good. This, this like, was a great this album. This is like the last album I really really liked from them. <laughs> like before they got into like that future technotronic shit. I mean, but I that, like that I mean that was too. great too. But that was great too, but I love like I love hip hop like R&B Black Eyed Peas. <laughs> right. And so this song just means a lot cuz it's just like dude, there's like violence here and there and like, you know, when do we have a chance to be peaceful? Like when are we going to be able to just sit and just like hold hands with the person next to you and just love each other. Yes. Love should be first. And I truly believe in that because love is important to me. Killing people dying, children hurt, you hear them crying. And your best is what you preach, and you turn the other cheek. Father, 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 help us. Sing it, Justin Timberlake. Yes. I love Justin Timberlake. Me too. Alright. So, my next um, song is from an artist who got me through a really rough time. And um, this was discussed in the actual last video when we talked about breakups. I talked about a breakup album. Ah. And that breakup album was, oh. for me, it was, I don't know play? if it was a breakup album, but for me it was a breakup album. I, I listened to it during breakup. Oh, what song are you going to play? And it's from Channel Orange by Frank Ocean. And this is, my, this is my favorite song on the whole album. Oh, yes! And, ugh. 
I love this fucking song so much. And I'm just gonna like skip ahead if I may. Yes, absolutely. <laughs> like the whole time, first of all, the boy is singing his ass off. Like talking about like pink matter, blue matter, and Belgian boo and shit. And I'm just like, oh yeah, I was like, great reference. <laughs> like fucking like sing it, bitch. <laughs> So like I like looked it up on Genius and like it was like about like his bisexuality or whatever. You, you, you. And not to mention it has verse from my one of my favorite rappers of all time. I love Andre 3000. He's great. This verse is one of my favorite rap verses like of all time by anyone. And I like I used to listen to it on repeat, just trying to get it down word for word. And I finally got it. I'm so happy. <laughs> right. Oh, is she gonna play it. Since you've been gone, I've been having withdrawals. You were such a habit to call. I ain't myself at all, had to tell myself, no. She better was a fella with a regular job. I didn't want to be out involved, but then I was a major double standard at all. I was a my car drove far. Far too close, and I remember my memory was no sharp. But I'm not for the life anyway. And then the other clock stopped. What am I hearing? She had the kind of body that would probably intimidate any of them that were unsullied. Not me, cousin. If models are made for modeling, thick girls are made for cuddling. Swiss rolls, we can huddle day. Who needs another friend? How you tell your hand? You need no other man. We speak to other bands. Yeah, if you haven't, if you're not a Frank Ocean fan, you need to change that real fast. Make a robber bar fucking bank with no mask on and a rush to revolve. Hey, done. Okay, so um, another song that means a lot to me is from, uh, no surprise here, from John Mayer. Uh, of course. This is off his Continuum album, which is one of my favorites. And um, Brandy knows this song. It's Gravity. Oh, I love this song. This is a great, I, honestly, I think this is one of his best songs. Just, um, I freaking love this song because he talks about how, like, it's not really gravity that's weighing him down, but it's, like, the pressures of life that are, like, pulling him down. And he's like trying to be his own person, but there's other things that are working against him. You said what? It's a turn down the Okay. Yes. Okay, cool. But yeah, this song means a lot to me just because this helped me get through a lot of things. Like, um, I was like in depression. And so I would listen to this song and just kind of think like, hey, you know what? This is weighing me down, but I'm going to fight past it. I'm going to overcome this. Despite what everyone says, and I'm gonna be on top. Brandy's feeling this song right now. <laughs> the live version of this is really good too. Oh, I love the live version. Yeah, but it was going off in the live version. Honestly, any live version of this is amazing. Yeah, this this song is really important. There's a part at the end where he says, "Just keep me where the light is," and um, I, actually, I wanted that to be like my first I love tattoo. That. Yeah. I love that line. Yes. Just keep me where the line is. And actually, that's beautiful. I want to get it tattooed like right here on my wrist because um, I used to cut. And so I wanted it to like kind of cover the scars. So it's funny. I told her, I was like, I'm challenging you to not use John Mayer in your playlist today. Yeah, I failed. But when we talked about like, oh, it, it's a, it's about defining ourselves. Like, okay, you can use him this once, <laughs> but next week you're not using him. <laughs> no, he's part of my identity. So when I told her she couldn't use that, she told me I couldn't use this next artist, and I said, "Fuck you." <laughs>
I'm gonna go right into it. This. <laughs> oh, yes! This has come together by the internet. I fucking love this song. Now, this is. This intro's everything. First of all, it just sounds beautiful. This it, this song is our aesthetic, like our. Seriously, aesthetic like, for it's our ears. so like. I can't even talk about it. I love this song so much. They opened up with this song when we went to the concert. Yes, when we first went to the concert, we just heard that dum dum dum. We're like, <laughs> and like they had it, and like everyone was just singing the chorus together. And it's like at that moment, I felt like I knew everyone in the room. Like we were all just like one family. Oh yeah. it, Honestly, this is literally the best concert I've ever been to. And it's like every time I listen to it, I just. When I want to like feel better, I have to listen to this song. I have to like go back to that place. I'm like, mm -hmm. I have to like go back to the moment where they came out and they sang this, and then everything was just okay. And uh, this is just my happy song. It, it makes me feel okay. Dude, hell yeah. That was a good ass fucking song. Okay, okay, now I remember. Ah, uh, this is the next song. Um, this was off um Sierra's Evolution album. Oh god, here we go again. <laughs> but um I used to listen to this song a lot in high school and so I like this song because um it's called I'm Just Me. And so basically she's saying like, you know, I never thought that like I would carry like the weight of like my hood like on my shoulder while I came up. But now I'm here and I'm just gonna keep doing me no matter what. No matter how successful I get, no matter like what gets in my way, I'm always gonna be Sierra from the hood. And I respect that a lot. And so that's my song. Plus like I live for songs with good like piano. I just love the song so much. She, cause she's basically saying like, I never thought I would be able to do this. I never thought I'd accomplish this. I never thought I'm doing this, but I'm still doing it, and I'm still gonna be my ghetto fabulous self, which I am. Uh, <laughs> that's self-reliant. Oh my god. I, I, <laughs> I don't like to show that side of me a lot, but um, I was raised in the hood and like I lived in like South Sac for my whole life, basically, and so like I've seen things. I've been through it. I have friends who have given it to like life and I'm glad to say that I came out on top yeah. and I didn't give in to any of that stuff. <sighs> Alright, <laughs> so my next song, this is another song, it's um, from a more recent artist, but they have become to become one of they have come they have grown to become one of my favorite artists of this time and this is one of my favorite songs from them I mean it's a group but it's one member and oh my god it's Summer by Rockhampton when I first listened to the song I cried I cried a lot this song is just so beautiful 
sung by Bareface, so beautifully, written by Bareface, sung by Bareface, played by Bareface, produced by Bareface, I'm just like, baby, can you just, can you just be my boy? I love this song, I love so this much. song to death, the reason I love this song is like, cause it just reminds me of like, the good times, it's like, a lot of these songs when I play this, they remind me of better times, like, whenever I play this song, it reminds me of that time where we went to Santa Cruz. We're just, like, driving down the boardwalks or whatever. Yeah. And, like, just looking for a place to, like, shop. You know? <laughs> like, honestly, this was, like, probably our anthem the whole time we were out there. This was definitely our anthem of the summer. Like, we were playing this song, like, almost every day on every road trip. Everywhere we went, we were playing this song. And, like, we just never, like... So it just, it reminds me of my friends and like the good times that we've had and and it reminds me of when I saw them in concert, which also makes me happy. She loves Bareface. I do. I love him very, very much. Your turn. God damn it. That's a good song. Fuck. <laughs> okay. Um, I'm actually switching my song right now. Okay. Okay. Um, just because there's one line in the song, um, and he says, uh, you just get me like I've never been gotten before. So this is Adam Levine. Oh. And it's also with a Slash playing the guitar, so it's called Gotten. Okay. And I just, it's like, it's a feel-good song, it really is. Um, I just like that line a lot because I think it's important for, um, people to get me. Because it's like, if you don't understand me, then, like, we're never gonna get anywhere, friendship-wise, relationship-wise, professionally even. It's like, if you don't understand the way I work, then this is just not gonna work out. You got to get me, because if you don't get then you got to go. Yeah, so if you haven't heard this song, you need to listen to it. Especially if you like, you like good guitar playing, you need to listen to this fucking song. She loves her good guitar. I sure do. Okay, go ahead, Brandy. So this next artist is a hip-hop artist, and I'm very much like respect him and what he does for the culture and what he does for the rap culture Ooh. as well as the African culture because in a world where rap is just going to shit I feel like <laughs> we need this man right now and I'm not saying right. he's the only salvation but he's definitely like one of the top dogs out there yeah he's a front no runner. pun intended to his record label but it's Mortal Man by Kendrick Lamar. Oh, I've never heard this song. And it's the final song on his album to Pimple Butterfly, which is one of my Great favorite albums album. of all time. And I'm just gonna like, um, go fast forward a little bit because. Oh, it's 12 it's minutes long. Oh it's God. a 12 minute song. It's probably worth it. I'll tell you what, so it's just. Oh. I love Kendrick. So basically, the chorus right here when shit hit the fan, is you still a fan? Like, that's how I feel. Like, when shit hits the fan, are you still a fan? Like, when it gets crazy, like, are you still gonna be there for me? Like, like when I fuck up, like, if I, like, do something wrong, if I make a mistake, or if, like, we, like, end up, like, in a life or death situation, like, are you still going to be my friend? You know, like... Right. Like, do you really have my back like you say you do? Exactly. So, it's like, right here, he's like, abandoning issues, don't let me resent you. That's not Nelson, like... It's like I heard it. I love this part right here. He's like, 
I got a question at all. Family, fans, fans, stars, fans, cheese, pants, pants, time, fans, no one is so generation X. Will I ever be an X? You know, like, he's just like going off. He's like, I got a question everything. Family, cats, dogs, trees, plants. Like, I don't trust nothing at this point. Right. I don't even trust dogs and cats. Matter you know, fact. I don't even trust my pets. You know, <laughs> like, you know, like, what makes you think I should trust you? So that's why when I said I keep my circle small, it's like, I feel like that song kind of relates to me because, like, I'm like, who's really down? I'm only going to keep who's really down. You right. Know? So, yeah. Did that. <sighs> Good song. Hey. I need to listen to that in its entirety. It's 12 minutes long because there's an interview at the. Oh. It, it, he interviews someone at the end of the song, and I'm not going to tell you who it is right now. Damn it. I'm going to tell you after because. That's a whole nother video for us oh, to talk God. about. Okay. T tune in next week for that one. <laughs> um, so this song that I chose, um, it actually doesn't have any words. It's an instrumental. Okay. And it's from Stevie Ray Vaughan. So he's a huge like asset to like blues and whatnot. I don't know if any of you guys are like blues fans, but um, I love Stevie Ray Vaughan. And so when I'm having a bad day, honestly, I would listen to the song to pick me up. Just because it's like very, it's called Riviera Paradise. And it's from Stevie Ray Vaughan. It just makes me feel happy. It sounds kind of somber, but I just... Sometimes uh, those somber melodies kind of bring out a, a, a positive feeling. Yeah. Sometimes it's the opposition. Kind of <laughs> like how something happy can make you sad. And he's, he's just a fucking genius. And he's um, a huge inspiration for John Mayer. So that's probably why I really like his music, too. <sighs> yeah. Yes. Right? That, begin that intro is everything. You have to listen to this whole song. It's like damn near nine minutes, but it's worth it. It's worth it's every single It's in the playlist. You'll, yeah. you'll see it. Right. Yeah. I don't want to take away any more time, but that's a song that means a lot to me. Yeah. We'll force Brandy to listen to it later. I'll listen to it. I love, I love shit like this. I right? Alright. So, <sighs> the next one is in one of my favorite artists like of all time. He's very underground. His name is Justin Ozuka. This mm -hmm. is my favorite song by him. And we're going to play it. Okay, okay. It is called Woman Put Your Weapon Down. Wait, what's the weapon though? Uh, oh, God. <laughs> <laughs> Shit, that scared me. <laughs> Sorry. Fuck. I don't know what the weapon is, to be honest. I'm not going to lie. I don't know what it is, but this is my shit. Maybe it's her words. Basically, he's just like, I think he's like talking about like a girl who's like afraid to like love. So she's like holding up like a weapon, like he's gonna hurt her. So she's like trying to hurt him before he hurts her. So he's just like, put your weapon down so we can talk. Because <laughs> he's like, I know I hurt you. I know you're broken heart, but you know, I'm trying to like, Fucking take you away and show it Okay. Okay. But basically, this is my favorite song by him. I when I saw him live, he didn't do it, which made me very sad. But <laughs> I'm gonna pick my weapon up if you don't play this damn song. Right? I'll pick your. I'll pick my damn weapon up. <laughs> but yes, this is my favorite song by him. Wow, I like his voice a lot, actually. Well, his voice is gorgeous. It's like it's got that little rasp to it, but like, oof, he could sing me out of my drawers. Like I didn't hear that last part. What? He can sing me out of my draw? Yeah. Uh, 
Okay, so this next song I'm picking, I'm actually picking the Glee version of it because that's when I first heard this song. And uh, the episode that it was featured on was when um, Santana and Britney were trying to figure out their relationship <laughs> with each other. I was just singing this earlier. Yeah, and so I'm, the song is Landslide from Fleetwood I Mac. love this, I love this version yeah, But I really love the version from Glee. Not that the original isn't good because it is, it's fucking gold, but um, this version just stuck with me because um they were both kind of trying to define like the relationship and that um you know we're getting older we're not slowing down and it's like you know i need you to be there for me on this crazy journey called life i was literally just singing this to myself yeah. earlier also gwyneth paltrow like oh my god this is a great song. You guys yeah, she, they, they all did very well. And I love the harmonizing like in yes. the song too. Um, Naya Rivera did such a good job in the background. Yes, she did. <sighs> the song just has a lot of meaning. <laughs> I was listening to this song like a couple weeks ago and I remember messaging you and I was like, why am I listening to Landslide and crying? <laughs> she literally was humming this at the gym. What is love? Shit. Can the child within my heart rise above? Can I sail through the changing ocean tides? Can I handle the seas? Yeah, I was not ready for that. Okay, so I'm going to a classic. Uh, this is a throwback. Beethoven, I knew it. This is a <laughs> this is a song I feel is very important because it talks about like problems that are still so relevant today to people like I mean like people but like especially like young people in today's society mm -hmm. and it's just Miss Lauren Hill oh and it's like. Do walk that thing if you didn't know. Hell yeah. I shouldn't have to say the title. Lauren Hill is important. Y'all should know what this is, who this is, what it's about. Y'all, sh I shouldn't even have to talk about why it's an important song. The music speaks for itself. The music speaks for itself. So basically, besides it being an absolute bop, it's like the first verse just talks about like girls and how they're constantly like holding on to guys who are just not good for them and like they ain't shit but like they're always defending them because they want some dick. Jasmine. <laughs> that is not applying to me. <laughs> just kidding. That does not apply to me. People. And then this and then she gets she doesn't but she gets on the guys too, like the guys who like don't even care about their girls. Like they got like babies and shit, but they're so concerned about like their clothes and their cars and their hoes and like their friends. Like they're not taking care of their responsibilities, you know, like like some got some girls are only about that thing and y'all know what that thing is. Some guys are only about that thing. You know, like and that's not everything. Right, it's not everything. So Amen. Thank you, Miss Lauren Hill. So um I'm just gonna fast forward to the end because another thing I, I love about this is how it ends. The outro is I've never heard the outro. So it fades out and then it goes to like this little interlude thing. Wow. 
And I love this background music. Yeah. It sounds kind of 2014 Forest Hills-ish. It does, huh? Yeah, or maybe yeah. he got his inspiration from here. Well, of course. Yeah. He had to. So basically, maybe. like, they're like, oh yeah, we know what love is. Like, you love that person no matter what. You love him unconditionally. Da -da -da -da. Like, it's crazy how, like, sometimes kids just get it. Yeah, this, like, this part right here. It's like the last girl who talks. Wow. Like, girl, what you know about that? Okay. <laughs> she guys still in your puppy love stages? Yeah, so. God. Yeah, I just, I really like that. How, like, she talks about, like, how girls and guys are only about that thing. And, like, then at the end, you just got these kids, like, talking about love and, like, what it actually means and shit like that. Cool. Okay. Cool, cool, cool. Um, this is another song that means a lot to me just because it, um, it hypes, it hypes me up. Like, I be, cause you know, I be on my grind <laughs> and I don't need anybody to get in my fucking way because I have shit to do. And so Amen. the name of this song is Don't Stop Me Now from Queen. I love this song. I fucking love Freddie Mercury. <laughs> It's gonna pick up in a second, but um, the song just hypes me up because it's like, dude, get the fuck out of my way. Yeah, don't stop me now, like literally, don't stop me now, don't stop me in the future, don't ever stop me. Yeah. <laughs> okay, Randy's feeling herself, but I love this song because it hypes me up. It really does hype me up. So that's a treadmill song. It really is a treadmill song. Yes. Cool. Okay, so, Freddie. This next one is by an artist that I love. His voice is just like. Ugh. This next song is by an artist whose voice is just fucking. <sighs> but you guys have heard of James Blake, right? Oh no! Why are you doing this to us? <laughs> this is the Wilhelm scream. Oh, I don't know. Blake and um, who's Wilhelm? I don't know. <laughs> I only know one person with that name. I, I basically, I, I really just like the chorus, and it'll come up soon. And like the beat is very minimal, and it's like I like that. It feels kind of oh, American Horror Story-ish. It does sound very like eerie-ish. So he's like, I don't know about my dreams. Oh, I like it. I love, I don't know, I love that line so much. I don't know why. You know, people always, my thing is, like, when it comes to music, sometimes things sound really eerie, but, like, the lyrics mean, like, something much more than that. And I need to pay more attention. Yeah. And, like, I just, I don't know, it's, it's such a simple, like, pun or whatever, but I love the fallen, 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 I'm gonna fall in. I don't know, I love that so much. But oh, that makes you think of, I love songs that make you think about it. Yeah, it's like I'm falling. I'm like, just, I mean, it's kind of, kind of how I am too. It's like, 
if I'm like if I'm falling, you know, like for someone, I'm like I'm gonna fall in. Like I'm gonna go all in for that person. Yeah, this isn't you know? a dip your toes in the water type. Yeah, of thing. I'm this not is... gonna be here like playing games with your ass. Like if I'm falling for you, I'm falling in, and that's that. Yeah, you know. Okay. So this next song, uh, this is like an anthem for me. Actually, every time this song comes on, I have to Snapchat when one of my best friends, Samantha, and send it to her. Um, but this <laughs> song just kind of defines like a, yeah, like everybody wants this in a woman and everybody wants this in a man and, um, you know, but we're all like just chilling together and, you know, I don't know. It just kind of defines like what I would look for in a relationship ideally. Um, but the song is Just Kicking It from X Game. Oh, God. <laughs> I love this song though. Take off your shoes and relax your feet. Well, if I had a boyfriend, ideally that's what I'd want to do is like relax. I'd be, I would want to feel like I can relax with that person. Yeah, and then, you know, everyone wants a woman who ain't good for just laying on her back, and I was like, I know that's for sure. <laughs> Freddy's feeling it. This is like a. This is how they dance in the 90s, just hands. Right? Like. Uh, uh, uh. Uh. And that's what I want. I would. My partner. It has to be someone that I can hang out with. Yes. If I can't hang out like with my partner. Like if your lover isn't your friend, like what are you doing? Right. And then you, that's how it has to start off. You guys have to be like best friends. This is what I tell my dude. Kick off your shoes and relax your feet. Cool. Yep. We got two songs left. We're gonna make a quick, semi-quick. Yeah. <laughs> Sorry, you guys. Yeah. So this song um, is actually um, I'm just gonna play it. It's by Caliucci's and Steve Lacey. Oh. It's called Just a Stranger. Oh. And basically, this is a song I listen to like at the beginning of the week because I'm like, I'm about to get this fucking money. I'm about to get this money and like not let nobody like Amen. distract me. Steve Lacey's a fucking genius. And the chorus. The chorus says it all, like She wants one hundred dollar bills She don't want love She wants one hundred dollar bills She don't want love I feel like Steve Lacey's kind of the Pharrell of our generation uh, I, I would say that, yeah Or he's on the way to it In terms of, like, songwriting and stuff He's definitely, like, up there So basically she's just, like, talking about, like she doesn't care about you, you, you. She's not looking for love right now. She wants the money. And if you ain't about the money or if you ain't got a way for her to get the money, you gotta go. So, yeah. yeah. And that, I kind of relate to that because everyone's just kind of about, like, getting their paper. So, like, you know... We got bills to pay, dude. Rent going up in Sacramento. Minimum wage and moving too much. Like, we got bills to pay. And there's, like, a line in there where she says, You never know me then. You never know me now. When bellies are hungry and there ain't no money, you get it and don't care how. And I'm just like, yep. Period. <laughs> um. So, this other song, uh, this is, like, one of those feel-good songs. It's um called Amber, and it's from 311. And this song just resonates with me a lot because, uh, well, one... It came from uh, Fifty First Dates, which is like my favorite movie of all time, and it's very like reggae, like esque or like ska, I guess. I don't know how to say it, but um, it just makes me feel good. It kind of brings out like my Islander like okay. <laughs> pride a little bit. Um, uh, what is it? Oh, okay, I think it said something about love song. Sorry, the thing is like saying genius lyrics behind it. 
But it basically it's saying like, um, amber is the color of your energy. And it's like, I feel like my energy is amber colored. But that's just like the, that's what I would like to think that I am in. Nice. Yeah, it's a good song, listen to it. For sure. And watch 50 First Dates, because that soundtrack is everything to that whole fucking movie. Yeah, honestly, if my energy was a color, it'd be amber, or it'd be hot pink with <laughs> glitter. Actually, no, my, maybe my energy is a rainbow, maybe. I don't know. Well, anyways. Okay. So my last song is from Solange. Oh. It is called FUBU. What? Stands for, it's F-U-B-U, stands for For Us, By Us. Oh. And I love this first, just the first line. All my makers in the whole world. So basically, she's sick of people taking black culture for granted. And she's just like, you know what, I'm going to make a song that y'all can't sing. And it's like, you can't change the lyrics to all my people. No, it's all my niggas. Like she like she meant what she said and she and she said what she meant. You know, like I meant this, like and she keeps saying like this shit is for us. And then like in the verses she goes on to talk about like, you know, like when you got someone who's like trying to get to pull up to their crib and then like the popo comes up like, Do you live here? Like there's no way you can afford this house, you know, like or like when a Muslim's trying to get on the plane and they keep asking you what your name is, like, oh, you said your name was freaking, um, uh, Os Osama, your name is what? Your name is an Indian name? Oh, we can't let you get on this plane. You know, like, so she's basically, like, talking about, like, minorities and, like, how they always have to, like, go through all this shit. So, like, for once, we're gonna take a song and we're gonna make this song dedicated to us and y'all can't take it. Period. Y'all can't sing it. And and if you feel upset that you can't sing this song, it's okay. You shouldn't feel bad because you have the whole wide world that belongs to you already. Dude, people forget that. Because it's that, for the culture. I love that song. People forget that Solange is like a front runner. Okay, so my last song. Um, this is like another feel good song, but um, I listen to this song uh, to help pick me up sometimes. It's a uh, Can You Believe from Robin Thicke. Oh, I love Ooh. this song. Yeah. <laughs> and so, um, let me. I have to find the part. Woo. Hold on, let me find. I think it's the second verse. It's just a good song because it's like um I don't know how to explain it. It's like are you do you have the ability to like believe in yourself and believe in others? And you know, as much as like Robin Thicke has fucked up in the past, I think this is one of his better songs. Oh he's out no, he's talented as fuck. He is talented. But damn him for giving it to temptation. <laughs> love this song. This album was everything. Yeah, The Evolution of Robin Thicke. That was a great fucking album. I love album. the one after it, too. The one with Sex Therapy on it. I like that Oh, one yeah. That was another good album. Yeah, after the divorce, you kind of sucked. Yay! <laughs> <laughs> but, that's it, guys. 
Oh yeah, my god. Thanks for sticking through this one. I know it was a lot. I know. Sorry. It's but heavy. also, it's our fucking podcast. So yeah. So if you have a problem with it, oh you, know, well. you don't have to listen. We, we, we appreciate it if you did. If you fast forward, if you okay. did, we appreciated it. Um, yeah. So, uh, yeah, we'll see you guys next week. Um, hopefully, if you have oh, any. What? I was going to say, hopefully this gave you a little bit of insight into who we are as people and hopefully you like understand who we are and like where we're coming from when we talk about like music. This Spotify playlist of all the songs we played today is down in the description. Check us out. Share the podcast. Share it with your friends. Go like us, us on Facebook and Instagram. Follow us on Instagram at Struggle Diaries and on Facebook at The Struggle Diaries with Brandy and Jasmine. Yeah. And yeah, so we will see you guys next week and peace out. Oh.